Welcome to Put a Word on It, a podcast presented by Men of Valor. In each episode, we're going to talk with a different man, but each one with a unique journey from brokenness to freedom. I'm your host, Rudy Kalis. I spent over 40 years as a TV sportscaster, then retired and joined the Men of Valor program as a volunteer. So join the conversation, reconciling men to God, their families, and society. Welcome to another edition of Put a Word on It, brought to you by Southwestern Investment Group. Thank you so much for your wonderful support. I'm here in Knoxville at Valor Way, the new facility for men of valor here in the Knoxville area. And one of the first guys in here is Jeremiah Bias. Jeremiah's a young fellow with a lot going on in his life and still trying to figure out exactly where he's going, but he now knows he's going in the right direction. Just got caught up in a life at a young age. It probably sounds like a lot of fellas who might be watching this. Jeremiah, where'd you grow up? Right here in Knoxville, I think you told me? Yeah, right here in Knoxville. Okay. What kind of guy were you growing up? A wild bull. Why is that? Because I did what I wanted to do when I wanted to do it. I just had fun, really. Is that just something? Is that the people you ran with? I just what I did and everybody else followed me, really. Is that right? Do you yeah. have brothers and sisters? Yeah. But they went with me when I was growing up. When I was start acting a little crazy, they went with me. They went somewhere else. Acting crazy, does that... Does that kind of grow after a while? You kind of enjoy the high you get out of acting crazy? Mm-hmm. It was just fun while it lasted. What made it stop? I went to jail. For what? Carjacking and, and uh, aggravated assault. Did you think you'd get away with it, or did you figure eventually I'd get caught? I knew everybody going to get caught eventually. All right, so they slammed the gates shut. Any reality set in? Not for a little while. I was still acting a little crazy when I first got locked up. Why? Like, Just because it was your nature? No, I mean, the past time. Do you have to put a certain front on when you're in when you're in prison? No. You don't? I've always been me. I'd always heard if you're kind, you're weak. And I'm not sure being kind was necessarily part of your nature, was it? No. How does it change? How do I get this guy that I'm looking at right here in front of me? Being locked up for five years behind the door, that did that had a part of it. Um, getting in fights every day, stabbed every day, and uh, just going through a lot. So eventually, I knew I wasn't gonna get out if I stayed the course that I was how I was acting. So I had to make a choice. There are guys that I deal with, and I spend time in you know in prison with guys and. Once they get into their cell and they don't have to profile anymore, they start thinking about themselves and asking themselves if it's all worth it and why it all happened. Why is, why is it all gone this way? Any of that happened to you? Not at the beginning of my sentence, towards the end of my sentence, though. When I, right before I said I made my choice, yeah, I talked to myself a lot. Why I do the things I do, but I never got no answer. Well, where'd God fit into that? Was he any part of your life before? Before I started acting crazy, before I got locked up, he was. But once I started going out on my own and have my own house in about 16, 15, 16. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You got your own house when you're 15, 16? Well, it wasn't my own house, but... Or your own place to stay. 
yeah, I was there by myself every day. So, this month I started having parties seven days a week. I didn't really, uh, I was just going around having fun. So, he wasn't a part of then, but he became a part again a couple years later. About two years before I got uh, out. How serious did it, I mean, how real was it inside of you? What did it change in you? It didn't change overnight. It took some time, but I didn't hang out with the same people that I did when I first got locked up. That was a big part of it. Because people I was hanging out with, we weren't doing nothing but uh, doing stuff that's going to get us more time in jail. So once I changed the crowd that I was with, that was a baby step. That was a small step to uh, what I needed to do. I think that was, it's a small step, but to me that was a big step. Because if I wouldn't have changed that step, I'd probably be still in jail right now. And what step did that lead to? What happened after that? After that? I don't got no GED. I dropped out of high school when I was young. So after that, I got rid of the people that I was uh, just kicking with and talking to every day. I went and got in GED classes, trying to figure out how can I get my GED. Uh, I started taking little um, little classes I could take that to help me. So when I go for parole. I didn't know I was going up for parole, but they told me I go up in a year. So in my mind, I had 12 months to change my surrounding and change my act if I wanted to get out and see my family again. Is it just changing your act, or do you start getting interested in reading the word, talking to God? I mean, how does it happen? Well, I'd say my dad had a big part in getting me back in the Bible. Because I wasn't reading the Bible at all. I was when I was little when I was going to church before I started acting a little wild. Um, I used to go to church every Sunday. But I stopped whenever I started going out on my own. But about, about, about two years before I got out, he I talked to him a lot. He, he see that I was trying to change in a better way and... He was trying to help me, but at first I didn't want to listen. I really just wanted to do whatever I wanted to do, but eventually, after a couple of times he kept telling me this, I eventually started listening piece by piece. And eventually that led up to me reading the Bible, but to reading the Bible at my pace, so I can understand because some other people read, been reading it a long time, they can understand it. I won't say I understand it 100%, but at the same time, he seen that I was trying. So I guess I started, first before I started reading the Bible, I got saved whenever, I got saved in 2018 at Blitz, so and I let him know that, and I had a big part in it. They let him come up here to see me get saved. So that was a big turning point. But at the same time, 
I was still doing what I wanted to do, but it was changing a little bit. And the people was wondering why I was changing. And I told them I'm, I'm, I'm trying to see my family again one day. But the people I was hanging out with, they had life sentences. They was, they were just doing whatever they want to do because there wasn't no consequence with them. Because in their eyes, they ain't getting out. So, how do you know it's gonna stick? I'm taking it a day at a time. How bad do you want it to stick? I needed it. It's not about. If I wanted to stick, I needed to stick because if it don't stick, then it's a possibility I can go back to my old ways. If 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 the right person come along and shrink me along and I'm hoping that don't happen, but at the same time, I don't know what's going to happen in the future. But I'm hoping I stay on the track that I'm on now. The Bible says I set in front of you death and life, blessings and cursings, you choose. So you know what it feels like now to have the truth inside of you. And by asking him what you said to be saved, you've given him the right to what I call sending the hounds of heaven after you to remind you. So it's like you busted out of the corral. Devil doesn't like it. He'll send all kinds of stuff your way. It's going to be up to you now to sit there and say, Lord, I make the choice for you. I think you're ready for it, though. Yeah. The name of our program is, we call it Put a Word on It. Have you thought about a word that we can use? Grateful. That's a word that I've been using for a while. The little class, my first 30 days here, we had Put a Word on it every Monday. I use grateful a couple times because six months ago, I ain't, I didn't know I was even going to get out of jail. So I'm grateful every day I get to wake up, especially in a, a program that's trying to help me get back on my feet and give me a second chance at life. And to be honest, I didn't think I was going to get a second chance because I done did five straight years. I really was had my mindset made up. I was going to do two more years on my eight-year sentence and get out to then go back to what I was doing. They got me locked up. Look at the other part of Grateful. You're in your hometown. Yeah. And you're one of the first people in this brand new facility. That's something worth being grateful for, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you got a good name, Jeremiah. Don't you change it. You said you might. Don't you change it. No, I'm not going to change it. He was a strong, strong man of God. And I think you've got that in you, my friend. I love Jeremiah, love being with him, love the word grateful, that little laid back attitude that he had. But you see how he livened up as he talked more and more? You could see the gratefulness inside of him. He's now got a place to stay. He's in his hometown and he's full of hope. I'm going to pray for him. I believe a lot of good things are going to happen in his life. Thanks for joining us. Join us again next time as we put a word on it. You've been listening to Put a Word on It. We would love for you to subscribe wherever you download fine podcasts. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, or Spotify. Put a Word on It is brought to you by Men of Valor. To learn more, go to movministry.com.